road again I just can't wait to get on the road again The life I love is making music with my friends And I can't wait to get on the road again Hello everybody and welcome back to And Now Our Watch Begins. This is shaping up to be our most exciting episode yet, it I would really say. It really is. We got a lot of firsts in this episode. Ryan and I are currently in the car. We're doing we a road pod. Yeah, this is my car. Ryan and Dakota doing a road pod, solving crimes and talking about the movies. Gonna go pick up their good friend Alex and surprise him with a scary film. That's, that is what we're doing. Yeah, so we have our friend Alex Joskin. Uh, it's gonna be our first ever guest speaker. Yeah, we, he's coming on tonight. But uh, Alex, we, we wanted to talk about Hereditary, the right, new, right. and the we new chose Alex play. for uh, for a few very good reasons. One, because he's a close friend of ours, but mostly because he is, I would say, a genius when it become when it comes to cinema, wouldn't you? Yeah, Alex yeah. knows a lot about film, it's about true. the history of film. You, Alex, could talk to you about just nonsense about cameras and the history of cameras for hours. hours and hours. We actually <laughs> just chose him because he hates scary Alex, movies. Alex hates scary anything. He hates them so Sometimes much. we play this game, our group of friends, we play this scary game called Outlast. Alex can't even be really in the room. Yeah, he, he, he has a hard time there. So, so we wanted to do this podcast on Hereditary, specifically with Alex, but we knew that if we told Alex... Uh, that this is what we were doing the podcast on. We would not be able to get him to agree to it. It's true. So uh, I would just like to, to intercede, throw in one little story. I've known Alex a long time. He was my roommate. Uh, we spent a lot of time together with no pants on, so we're very close. <laughs> but um, one time in seventh grade, I was watching a scary movie with Alex's older brother and his girlfriend. And then I got a phone call, and I'd left my phone upstairs, and Alex called down to me. He's like, Ryan, you got a phone call? And I was like, could you bring it down? I'm, I'm watching this movie. And he said, oh, okay. And he, I hear him walk down the stairs, and then he stopped in the doorway before he walked into the room that we were watching the movie in. And he just looked at me, and I was like, can, can I have my phone? And he's like, I don't want to come in. And I was like, <laughs> really? And he sets the phone on the ground and slides it into the room. So he didn't, he literally wouldn't walk into the same room That's as the so scary good. movie. What grade did you say that was? How old? That was 6th or 7th grade. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty good. So what we have done is we've told Alex that we're... Well, we haven't told him what movie we're seeing, but the times that he's questioned, I've said maybe we'd see Deadpool 2, maybe we'd see Ocean's 8. Yep. Um, and really we're going to spring it on him that we are seeing Hereditary, and since... He's going to be trapped in that theater with us. He's going to have to watch. Yeah, he doesn't have a choice. There's no blankets to hide under. There's no pillows. And only then his eyelids. And then right after, we're going to go to Ryan's, and we're going to record the second half of this pod. That's right. Ryan, what are your goals for this? What, what, what do you hope? Um, well, I really just want to make Alex cry. I'd say that's pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm actually, I'm really excited to see this movie. I just thought it would be fun to bring it bring someone into the fold and this seemed like a fun way to do it it'll yeah it'll be a, an interesting dynamic yeah i i'm i'm fascinated to hear after we've seen the film what alex is is able to <laughs> to contribute <laughs> after watching this yeah we'll see i think he uh we might scar him we'll see although a lot of the sources i've seen i i I'm going in blind to this movie. I haven't even watched trailers or anything. I just, I didn't want to have any impressions before going in, but I did read some reviews, and a lot of them said, well, first off, it's very, very highly acclaimed right now. Yeah, great, great reviews. Great reviews. 90s. Mm-hmm. And, uh... Don't you go left here. Oh, no, you're going the yeah, back way. Go. Road pod! Road pod. Oh, it looks like we've got a red, red light. You know what that means, Ryan? It's time I for a red light challenge. Where I will ask Ryan a question, and if he doesn't get it right... Oh, you better do it. They're stopping over there. He, okay, Ryan, uh, you have 10 seconds to name 20 letters of the alphabet. Starting now. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, A, J, K, L, M, N, O, P, Q, R, S, T, U, V. Yeah. Is that 20? You, I think you got to 20. I don't, yeah. I don't know. And I you did it with four exactly seconds to spare. 20. All right, I gotta say that wasn't a very difficult challenge. I was expecting something. <laughs> I was, I had to think of it on the spot. You know, although there, there have been a few times where uh, I tried to sing the alphabet and I, I messed just it up. messed it up. Yeah, it's been too long. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think. I think we 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 talked about it. I think we decided that we're not going to tell Alex what movie we're seeing in the car. Yeah, and it's really more just 
so we can have more of a surprise factor. Yeah, you guys as listeners won't get to hear his reaction, but, but we, we will, we will get tell to see you it. about it. Our hope is that when we go to buy the ticket and Ryan and I go up front and we're like, we'll get one to Hereditary, you know, just like, oh, we're, our hope is that he doesn't know what it is. And then as the movie gets gets going, <coughs> a little something, something's not right feeling. We'll, yeah, we'll that's what we're Alex. For here. Um, but yeah, this this should be fun. I've got some, we've got some other fun stuff planned. Um, Ryan, I've got a good quiz for There's you guys today. Out here. Oh, there that's is. That's pretty fun. It's you very don't windy. see that in my basement. <laughs> so <laughs> that's one problem. of the joys of taking our podcast on the streets. We are we are quickly quickly approaching Alex's house. Coming in hot. Um, and he, he is. will enter the car shortly. And welcome to the car, Alex. Thank you. Excited Thank to have you, you here. Your very first episode of And an Hour Watch Begins. How are you feeling? Um, well, you know, I I have no idea what's going on. Uh, nothing was told about me. Uh, a few stats about myself. My name is Alex. <laughs> so stats? My middle name is Alex, Max. what's your overall? Um, well, my overall height is 5'10". <laughs> uh, overall weight, probably like, I don't know, like in between 170 and 180, large margin. Don't really know. I haven't weighed myself in a while. Um, I was born January 1st, 1999. Half French. Uh, and then half Japanese, right? Well, I mean, I was... Uh, no, that was Because you was, were born in I, Japan. Well, that was, Alex that was, was born in Japan. He's I almost said that Asian. I was born Alex in Japan. was born in Japan. You know, I actually, I live in Japan for a year. There's your fun fact for the day with the other fun facts I gave. Um, other stats. than that, I don't really have any standout stats other than my physical attributes <laughs> and where I'm from. Yeah. Uh, well, this is a, a movie TV show podcast. So, yes, Alex, sure is. why don't you tell our listeners your your favorite movie? Uh, my favorite movie is Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah, that's an interesting yeah, show. No, that's a good movie. Yeah, that's a great movie. movie. You would never, that, that would never be your guess because my second favorite is Superbad. Which that's more, that's more like what you think that would be my favorite. That's, you know, that's my second favorite. What do you like about Silver Lightning's playbook? Um, honestly, if I had to break it down, I can. Um, <laughs> I'm really glad we brought really it up. Like, this is why we brought. Good at analysis. I, re- I really like Jennifer Lawrence. I like Bradley Cooper a lot. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't know. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but I remember it stood out. I thought it was interesting how they were talking about like. It was, it was about... Have you guys seen Silver Linings Playbook? Yes. Yeah, so it's been, like tackles like mental health problems. A long time ago. Like, I don't know. And it's, it's a lot about letting go. And they dance. You should. They do dance. Well, oh, they dance. And that's a, that's a fantastic scene. That's For me, that was a... That scene I'll remember forever. I don't know if that's true. <laughs> well, do you remember it now? I remember it right now. But, okay, there you, you know, go. it wasn't like... I say it was long ago, but I don't actually know. There's a lot of things I don't know, but I know some things, so hopefully I'll be an addition that is worthwhile. Well, I, I can already tell that Alex is going to make a really good addition. Well, addition. When, they, when they asked me to, to join, I my, like for this episode, what I was thinking was, okay, these two... Oh, I'm sorry to stop you there, Alex, but it looks like we are at a red light, and you know what that means. It means it's time for a red light challenge. The two of you will have 10 seconds to name all nine pictures that were nominated for Best Picture at this last Academy Awards. Your 10 seconds begins right now. Finding Nemo. No, at this most recent one, Ryan. Uh, Dora. God. Um, I've never watched an Academy Awards. I have. I don't. Is that one and that's your time. How do we do? That was a disappointing <laughs> challenge. Um, we do like fifty percent. You guys, you know, you like got okay. zero out of nine. Oh, so Alex, is like, there what does that come any to other in rules like a, I need in a math <laughs> sense? Uh, oh boy, this is. I don't know how to say this. Zero out of nine is zero uh, percent. Is uh, that right? That's right. Right. Yes. I can pull out the calculator if we really. My need college it. education tells me yes. What does that translate to in a letter grade? How do we do? <sighs> It would uh, it would not be good. No. Yeah. Right. It'd be a zero percent, which would translate to an F. Oh well, you know what? That's as good as a sixty percent. So I'd say we did swimming. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what the punishment for failing that red light challenge is. I think it's that we have to crash this car now. <laughs> um, quick it's, question: Are yeah. there any other rules I need to know about? Like, yeah, like we, things, well, we like just made that just now. So, oh, <laughs> we yeah, did, we did one more red that light started challenge. The, the first one the wasn't great. It was uh, <laughs> it was much easier than that one. I feel like while we have you here, Alex, it's important for us to ask: Have you listened to how much of our other podcasts have you listened? To? I listened to the first one about Infinity War, and nice. I skipped about half of it. But before you say anything, ouch! Before you say anything, <laughs> the reason why is because I was told to because it was a summary. You guys, you know how you guys summarize it, right? Yeah, I've seen that movie before. 
Yeah, but the yeah. summary was funny. It was pretty funny, but it was also very lengthy. Yeah, you know, but and, and there was I, good. There was good insight. Very <laughs> good. Analysis, like when we talked about Tony Stark content. and SpongeBob, you don't get that kind of stuff. No, you don't. Not, um, not in you well, know I, these big reviews. Yeah. You know? Well, now you don't I feel like that. I missed out. Well, that's. I, I didn't. I didn't listen to the Barry one as your suggestion. Yeah, you should watch because Barry I haven't before you listen to that one. And have you guys? We've done a third one, but we haven't been able to release it. There's okay. just been so I was going to say, because if so, and I didn't know, a I quick for being on the story, show. <laughs> just so our listeners know, um, originally we had our podcasts up on SoundCloud. Uh, there was not enough uh, storage space for us to put a podcast up each week. Uh, so I switched to a different podcast provider called Podient, um, which from all I found, had great reviews, seemed really good, and then uh, one day, they charged my credit card five separate times for $190 each. Oh. All at one time. So I had to cancel my credit card, cancel the podcast on there, and they shouldn't have done it anyway, because I was in the middle of a a free trial, and also after the trial, it was only supposed to charge me, like, $9 a week. So I had to take it off of there. So now... I am waiting for my my new credit card to arrive, but once I have that, I will put it up on yet another podcasting site, and then we will have our new episode on Solo, a Star, a Star Wars, Wars story. story. And hopefully, that will finally be where yeah, our that will be the end, stay. and then our podcast can live there, and everything will be okay. <laughs> yeah, this one had uh, you can put up as many podcasts as you want per month of any size, and it was only five dollars a month too. Very so nice, it's a nice. good find. That's how much I pay for Spotify. Fact. Great. Wow, I um, didn't realize this was a conversation <laughs> about how well you're doing, Alex. Anyways, <laughs> do, do they know that I have no idea what movie we were watching? Yes, we discussed yeah, that we, before we, we talked about it. it. Alright, let's just, we, we're almost at the theater here. We've got uh, ten minutes. Oh, there we were at a red light. Be, oh, Damn it. Uh, well, I failed the red light challenge. Now. Uh, ha, you failed this time. Anyways, now. Alex, what do you think, uh, what are you expecting to get out of this movie watching experience? Well, actually, you know, I, I saw Dakota the other day. And he said, he he said that we were going to watch Deadpool, but he said he didn't know. And I said, I've already seen Deadpool. Well, Ryan wanted to see it, but I said I don't want to because as is documented in this podcast, I don't enjoy Ryan Reynolds. Don't well, really enjoy Deadpool. Okay. So I was lobbying against that. Um, I yeah, enjoyed the movie. We're, we're not seeing it. Anyways, um, <laughs> I don't know, but I really hope it's not a horror movie. That's like, I, I was thinking maybe this is a big prank and you guys are going to try to like get me into a horror movie. I couldn't think of any that were in theaters and Ryan told me yeah, not to look. I don't think that there's, I haven't heard of any big releases. I mean, um, we talked about some doing, like weird Japanese movies, but none at the big theaters. We talked about doing Oceans 8, but uh, I have not seen any of the Oceans movies. Is, is that a sequel to any of them? Oh, I guess that probably makes sense. Huh? Yeah, they're, yeah. Oh yeah, I, I guess there are, huh? Ocean yeah. 11. Eh, that's the only one I know. They don't know there's a couple oceans, I think. I think there's Oceans 11, Well, oceans I think there's seven maybe. oceans. Am I being blind? The Atlantic, when I go the Pacific, Pacific, the, uh, uh, the, the <laughs> Hungarian Ocean. Okay. All right, we're All right, in. but we well, pulled into the theater. Uh, we're getting ready to go see a movie. I'd say this was a successful road pod. It was the first ever road pod. A successful time bringing our guest Alex on. You'll be hearing from him that's more later. And, uh, yeah, our first time going out into the world to see a movie. I'm very excited. Let's do this, guys. Our watch is about to begin. Here we go. I admit I'm scared of a warm side of our bed. I begins. Um, my name is Dakota Lovins. I'm Ryan Kirkus. 
And I'm Alex Joskin. Special guest, Alex Joskin. Special guest. And we have just seen the movie. Special, but... Yeah. <laughs> Mostly we just wanted to trick him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, carry on. We've just seen the movie Hereditary. Shocking stuff. Big stuff. Crazy stuff. Uh, crazy movie. It was a crazy movie. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty wild. Yeah. Really a what the fuck is going on kind yeah. of movie. Yeah, it was a whack ass movie. Uh, I worry for the safety of the person who wrote that. I worry for their sanity. I worry for the safety of the people around them. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to take a deep dive into this movie in go. just a moment. But before we go, I have a little update. Uh, for our regular listeners, you can you can hear this. But if you're not a regular listener, tune just out. Just leave. Yeah. Go away. This is for our regular listeners only. Yeah. Uh, episode three, Solo, a Star Wars story. We talked about, oh, wow. I hate to bring this up again, Ryan, but we talked about a tough scene. <laughs> oh, I remember. Hold on, try to plug my ears. Yeah. Okay. If you haven't seen the movie. I'll just leave. I'll be back. Okay. <laughs> I'll go get more water. Good call. Oh, he's actually Be quiet, moving. please. I thought, okay. Well. Ryan, last, last time when we talked about Solo, we talked about a tough scene where. Should I sit down? Yeah, you should definitely be sitting down. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why we do this standing, but you should be sitting down. All right, I'll, Ryan, I'll you stood. Down. Why'd you stand back up? Oh, did I Does the hand okay? S- I'm doing that now. No, sit down, Ryan. Are are you like, sitting down? Is it like a squat? Okay, take a knee. Maybe a little like snail. You know that works. Okay. How about planking? <laughs> <laughs> Please plank while I talk about this. Okay, I'm ready. Last podcast, we talked about a disturbing scene from Solo, a Star Wars Wars story, where uh, Tobias Beckett, portrayed by Woody Harrelson, uh, betrays our brave hero, Han Solo. Ryan took it very, very hard. That's right. um, Crying, weeping. Uh, It was a a tough time for Ryan. It was a tough scene for him to watch. And so last podcast, I said that I would reach out to Mr. Harrelson and try to make things right. And that's what I've tried to do. I appreciate that so much. So last Tuesday, we recorded on a a Monday, I believe. Yeah. Uh, On Tuesday, I, I reached out to Woody Harrelson on Facebook Messenger. And I said, here's what I said. I said, Mr. Harrelson, because you know, you want to be professional. You don't want to attack him, even though what he did was wrong. I don't want to go in accusing him of things. I so, would have just gone out yeah. just cursing him out, right? You know, mm-hmm. berate him a little bit, try to get him off balance, and then, uh, you know, <laughs> go from there. <laughs> yeah. So I said, Mr. Harrelson, <clears throat> first off, I wanted to say thank you so much and congratulations on your performance in Solo. You brought Toby's character to life on screen and left a huge impression on the Star Wars universe. Partly a lie uh, to get him on my side, but you got to do what you got to do. With that said, your performance was a bit too convincing. A good friend of mine, Ryan... Uh, <laughs> a good friend might be taking it okay. a little far. Uh, my my podcast co-host, Ryan, was very disturbed that your character betrayed Han Solo. He was openly weeping in the theater, and no matter how often I assured him it was just a movie, he wouldn't stop screaming that he couldn't believe Woody would do this. I was hoping you might be able to offer a quick apology to him through Messenger, as it would truly mean the world to him and would stop the nightmares that he has been having since. My name is Dakota Lovins, and I am a friend with another friend of yours, Van Trutanowicz from Costa Rica, which is true. One of my dad's buddies, Van, lives in Costa Rica. Woody Harrelson hangs out with him sometimes. So I thought maybe that appeal to friendship would, you know, help our cause. Uh, Thank you so much for your time, your performance, and your response for Ryan. Have a nice day. And how'd that go? What did he have to say? Oh, right. Am I finally going to be... Can we put this issue to bed? Ryan, I noticed you stood back up again. You're going to want to... You're going to want to sit down. <laughs> can I... Can I, I do like a reverse plank this time where I just lay on my back? I don't know if it's a health thing that you're trying to do to stand more, but you need to sit down for this. Okay. Planking's not going to work. All right, I'm, I'm sitting now. Okay. Ryan, he still hasn't responded. God, yeah. Did he read it though? He has not read it. Well, that makes he me feel has a little better. Not accepted my message request. Oh. 
I don't know if he thinks he's too good to respond to me. He probably does. I don't know if he's just busy with another project. I don't know if he's planning his next sick, twisted betrayal of well, an I iconic think- character. I don't know what Woody Harrelson is doing right now. I don't speak for Woody Harrelson. I don't know what's going on in his life, but I know that he he could find a few seconds in his day to apologize to a fan who's really taken this to heart. And frankly, I'm disgusted with his behavior right now. I actually just threw up just now. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm that disgusted. <laughs> Some barf all over the yeah. mic. I I would like to think that Woody just, you know, doesn't check his Facebook very often. Maybe he saw the stuff about the well, Facebook, you know the hacks. Maybe he saw that and he was like, oh, I got to get off Facebook. Go I'm going to get away. I like to think that that happened, but I don't know. Now that I'm thinking about it, he did. I mean, we saw he got shot in the chest and he died. That's an excellent so, point. But Ryan, as I said again, he that was a character in a movie. What? <laughs> You kidding me? Oh boy! <laughs> but anyway, I just wanted to give you an update on the Woody Harrelson front. But Ryan, I promise you, I will not rest until he has apologized. Um, I'm going to take to Twitter, and I'm going to ask him to come onto our podcast and face to face. I think that's reasonable. I think I, if he doesn't, I think do it's it, very then, reasonable. Uh, well, then he's just—he's the bad guy here. Yeah, that's right. We're the good guys. Woody Harrelson is the bad guys. Right. That's all there is to it. That's it. Now that we've established that yeah. very important point. So just wanted to put that out there. Um, and with that, we are ready to take a deep dive into hereditary. Let's do this. Here we go. Alex, welcome back uh, from your trip upstairs. <laughs> Thank you. Chris. Yeah. All right. So hereditary, uh, we open on an obituary right off the bat. Somebody's dead. Yep. That's how you know this movie means business. Mm-hmm. You don't even have to see any of the characters before right. you know someone's dead. You know what, dead. real quick, before we start, I just want to, Alex, please describe to our many listeners. Oh, this is, yeah, we got a reaction. Um, okay, so. This big surprise. <laughs> leading up to this podcast, they told me that they wanted me to come in for one, and they're, they, each, they each texted me individually, like, at the exact same time. It was kind of weird, but I was like, okay. And Ryan, in Ryan's... I also sent him a fruit basket. <laughs> well, yeah, I know. I didn't want to say that because I didn't want Ryan to feel bad because maybe he thought that, you know, you did more, so I like oh, you more. But... I sent him flowers, so... Oh, you weren't supposed to say that, though. Okay, well, anyways... <laughs> anyways, uh, in his text, he said that I wasn't allowed to know what the movie was. In whose text? Ryan's. Yeah. And uh, he was allowed... I was not allowed to, to see what the movie Ryan. was. I couldn't look up any times or anything. So my first thought is... It's a horror movie. It's going to be like, I thought maybe they're trying to prank me. And then I thought, these guys are like two of my best friends. They won't prank me. They won't try to hurt me. And then I'm like, look, we did not. Ryan and I saw the title Hereditary. We thought it was a good family movie. That's exactly my in the t- If you like, see just the title. Pixar probably. How are we supposed to know what's going on in that movie? Hereditary? Yeah. I thought it was going to be a heartwarming. I thought it was going to be the next Coco. That's what I thought. Yeah. So I don't. Think it's really fair that you're pinning that on. Okay. Alex. Well, anyways, it, moving on. <laughs> we get into the theater. We do perfectly with me not knowing what it is, and I'm playing along because I, I thought it was kind of fun. Something you don't do every day because I've never done it before in my life. Alex has never seen a movie ever. Well, never been to the not in this before. fashion. <laughs> and anyways, well, uh, what we are you wearing. You've just never like been in that fashion. Before. Well, Alex is wearing <laughs> uh, khaki shorts, a purple Alex, hoodie. Alex, you're a white boy. You've been in that like, fashion every single like, day. I, of your I life. Genu- genu- generally, <laughs> which one is it? I generally, I genuinely, I genuinely, gen- generally, I enjoy Alex's fashion. But right now, he's wearing a purple hoodie and a camo hat, and I don't think those. Okay, I had to. I had to scramble. I had baseball before this, and I had. I had to scramble. No excuses, Alex. You're okay. getting off topic. Uh, okay. Okay. Anyways, okay, so we. <laughs> We get, in there. We, get, we get into the movie <laughs> theater, off. into the like a, the place we need to like be. A dog, let off its collar. And the ads start playing, and all of the ads for this movie are either horror movies, and then there's one action movie. So and that was a big, also, big sign. Add, they showed like a half an hour. It was a lot. Literally they showed like uh-huh. probably ten previews, <clears throat> and they were all horror. And I get scared by previews, too, because <laughs> like, I don't know if I mentioned this. Horror movies are my least favorite genre. I've actually watched more than I would think. Like, if I put, I could actually probably go 
more than two hands, like numbers wise. It's like, uh, it's like double digits. Double digits. <laughs> and I hate every single one that I've seen. Well, not necessarily true, but anyways, I would never go out of my way to see one. So I accidentally spent ten dollars to to watch one, but it was actually um, ten seventy five. No, it was eleven seven. It was eleven seventy five. Well, son of a gun! But you also spent an extra seventy five cents because I was seventy five cents. I gave short him a dollar. Ticket. I gave this guy a dollar for <laughs> his ticket, and he tricked me. So Alex spent twelve fifty, while I, Ryan and I both yep, spent eleven. Well, this is just a big L for me, you know. Uh, but yeah, the 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 previews are going. I don't know if this is like a new trend in horror movies, but a lot of the horror movie previews were characters exclusively like the whole movie was the characters on FaceTime. Yeah, there were two movies, like oh, not even yeah. real scenes. It was just them in FaceTime. Well, and there's I been a whole one, movie, and I was like, that's kind of interesting. Like and that there was another, be, and then right okay. after they followed it with the second. Was that other one a horror movie or is it just a mystery movie? I don't know. Yeah, yeah I, I think it might have been mystery. Lots of previews. We get to the start. It shows that it's hereditary. Alex leans over and he says, I fucking knew it. <laughs> I fucking knew okay, it. I wasn't sure if we were allowed to curse here. He goes so off. I curse earlier. <laughs> he starts getting really upset. He's, you know, Alex did a good job for most of the movie. Yeah. He was upset yeah. at the beginning. And then in the middle, there was a scene. And he said, you guys betrayed me. I can't believe you did this. He got upset during that. I point said, too. you guys had a knife to my back and you thrust it. <laughs> That's exactly what I so said. Alex was going to say I'm a thruster. Well, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> it could have been worse. The the thing with horror movies is like I don't like the scary stuff, but I'm really not a big fan of gore. Like so, like saw kind of movies. Yeah. And this movie there was like a little bit, but not so much. Yeah. So that wasn't the whole movie. If it would have been, if it would have been something like saw, I would have been actually was blood. Angry. It wasn't yeah. like they didn't like show the gruesomeness of it in like full detail. Mm-hmm. Like, and I was wearing my hat. Anyway, the only so times hide, there hide was any gore, it was. It was in context. Yeah. Like, yeah. it was actually... It, it provided it something. And that's why yeah. I wouldn't want to watch a movie like The Purge or, mm-hmm. like, something like that. Which we saw a preview for. Yeah. That's why I mentioned it. <laughs> I mean, we, we might have saw a preview for every single one, for all I know. Yeah. We saw so many previews. Um, um, but anyway, into Hereditary, we open with an obituary. Uh, a lady, a grandma, she has passed away, leaving behind her daughter, um, who is married and has two children, uh, a high girl. schooler named named uh, Peter, and uh, a 13-year-old daughter named Charlie. They go to the funeral, um, and the mother, uh, who's the girl whose mom passed away, her name's Annie, the mother of this family, gives a gives a eulogy, um, talking about how her mom was secretive, she didn't really like, like to share anything with her life. We later find out that um, as they were growing up, her father uh, was so depressed that he starved himself to death, and her brother had schizophrenia and died, so her and her mother had a tense relationship because of those things as well. Um, but a lot of people show up to the funeral. A ton of people show mm-hmm. up. She says, I'm happy, but it's kind of weird to see so many uh, unfamiliar faces here. This comes up again later on, so it's important that we mention Very that. Important. One of the people there is a bald man yes. who gives Very Charlie... Smiley. Gives Charlie a creepy smile. Very creepy. A very creepy the smile. smile to indicate you probably wouldn't want him near her. I had yeah. a very heavy pedophile vibe right off the Yeah, he's does. a creepy guy. Yeah. And he just, they're at the funeral. Charlie's looking at her dead grandma in the casket, and the man just gives her his big, big cheeky grin. That's right. Off-putting. Just Charlie crazy. seems unfazed. She chomps on a chocolate bar, a Hershey's chocolate bar. A uh, little gripe I had with the movie here. Her parents go up to her. They ask her if there's nuts in it. Have they never seen a Hershey's bar before? Hershey's there's not Hershey's bars. I know there's Hershey's, Hershey's almonds, but they have a different packaging. Well, maybe they couldn't. We're right. very and also just a like where would Hershey's she have gotten that Hershey's bar besides her parents? Yeah, uh, exactly. Know. She's 13. She can't drive. She doesn't have a job. She was Hershey's bars out and about. She was older <laughs> than I thought she was. Time. I thought she was younger until she mentioned yeah. later. Yeah, yeah she's 13. Yeah, they ask her about the. They say, "Does that have nuts in it?" She's allergic to nuts. Another thing that becomes important later on. Um, not for the reason I thought. I thought that they were going to have to kill her with nuts later. <laughs> what did you exactly? Yeah, that happened, and I was like, oh, that's going to be important. They're going to have to kill her, and the way they're gonna knew where they were going to do it is with nuts. I'm, they're going to have to surround her. They're just going to have to pelt her with peanuts. <laughs> I'm not used to people dying in movies because I don't watch horror movies, so, like, well, so many I didn't expect, died, I'm not going to lie, I didn't, the expect, movie started. I didn't expect so many people yeah. to die that were main characters, you know? Yeah, so crazy stuff going on. Uh, as we keep going, we find out that Peter, he's in high school. He's got a little uh, little crush on a girl. And as the Wikipedia summary so elegantly <laughs> puts it, he has an interest in both cannabis and a girl. <laughs> uh, 
Uh, the two are hand, hand in hand. Yeah. He gets a text inviting him to a party from one of his friends. What a text. That's a, it's a good one. This is a good invitation. It's, it's kind of it's the kind of invitation you would expect for a very classy wedding. Yeah. You know, um, just an event that you would go. Yeah, I'm surprised it was a text and not a, like a formal yeah, letter. Yeah, that that's got what I was now. expecting. Anyways, so it said... He gets the text and it says, Just found out Aaron's having a huge party tomorrow night. Bring your dick. <laughs> just in case Peter was planning on leaving it at home. Yeah, so I mean, he came prepared. He brought his dick. We're assuming so. We don't know for yeah. sure. I mean, that's true. They, they could have forgot. They don't confirm it. We do that's see right. some dicks in this movie. We, yep. Spoiler Peters. We didn't see Peters. Is not one of them. Also, we didn't see. We, Peters I talked about this briefly uh, before we started the podcast. <laughs> Peter is played by Alex Wolf, um, of the Naked Brothers Band fame. Oh my God, that was him. Yeah. Wow. So, if if we had seen him naked, wouldn't have been a surprise. It's in the name. Yeah, it is. It's right. But that was weird for me to see this big figure of a childhood television show that connection that I love. Said it. I truly loved the Naked Brothers. I've never heard of that band. Well, then you're an idiot. Uh, Hits like Crazy Car, Rosalina. um, If that's not love, they were they were a good band. I'm intrigued by the name Rosalina. That was a so Alec, the guy who plays Peter. He has an older brother, and those two were the lead lead of the band. And the the older brothers, yeah, they were the Naked Brothers. But they had like a band with their friends. Were they, the they older were brother, naked, though. no, they were children. Alex, yes, I'm, that's You're why I'm given the bald headed funeral. <laughs> that's right. why this is no longer interesting. <laughs> were they naked? No. Oh, the older brother had then a love I, I interest named it. Rosalina. Lots of back and forth. It's a will they, won't they? Eventually they do, but then she goes on a trip to Spain. And they okay, find I'd, a tabloid where she's cheating on him while in Spain. It's a whole deal. The Naked Brothers band breaks up. Oh, man. <laughs> and Alex finds his way into this family. They accept him with open arms. He changes his name to Peter. He likes cannabis and he likes a girl. <laughs> he brings his dick to a party. <laughs> and that's where we are. Oh, so they're at the party. Well, Partying. no, they haven't gone to the party yet. He goes to tell his mom that he wants to go to this party. Oh, you're right. They have clearly a very tense relationship. We're not sure why yet, but we see that they have some issues. The mom demands that he bring Charlie to the party, even though Charlie doesn't want to go. Well, he's, he doesn't pose it as a house party, which yeah. is what it is. He's like, he it's, says a barbecue. it's a school barbecue. But even then, yeah. to send your 13-year-old to a party with, he's probably at least a junior, a junior yeah. or a senior in high school, that's kind of shady. I actually brought her. I thought, like, if I were him, I would have just stayed home. Yeah, I know. I, don't, I, I can't was, imagine. I wouldn't have done it. Yeah, I was very surprised. But he decides to go because of this girl. He knows this girl's going to yeah. be there. He wants to get with her. Um, so he brought his dick. Yeah, <laughs> so he brought his dick. He brought his cannabis. <laughs> yes, he did. The they show up shebang. to the party, and he sees the girl sitting alone on the couch. They make some small talk. He shows her his weed bag, and they decide to go into the bedroom to smoke. Uh, Charlie wants to go in with them, but he doesn't want it for obvious reasons. So he says, Charlie, look, they've got some chocolate cake because Charlie really likes candy. We see throughout the movie. So she goes to get a slice. Um, she starts to eat it and something just doesn't seem right. She tries to drink some water, um, eventually bursts into the room that Peter's in smoking with the girl and says that her throat's closing up. Uh, the cake had peanuts in it. Yeah. Um, well, she's I think having they were pecans, but it's not really. <laughs> I had some sort they of had nuts of some kind. Get, get out, Alex. Plus, being bringing the dick to the party. I'm going to edit that out. <laughs> um, just so the listeners know, um, I said I'm going to edit that out because Alex said something terrible. I edited it out. You don't know what it is, but that's why I said <laughs> that. It's a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> <I'll> anyway, <laughs> we continue. He panics. He brings her out to the car. They are speeding down the road trying to get her to the hospital. Um, I think he probably should have called 911 instead. Yeah, I was confused by that. Uh, Because he was high. This was... But, I mean, I understand he's panicking. Yeah. But, I mean... Probably wasn't trying to get in trouble. Well, yeah. The the ambulance would have an EpiPen Mm -hmm. or something. But... They're speeding down the road. Charlie is choking in the car. She rolls down the window and sticks her head out trying to... Trying to get some air. I guess, yeah. I was she's, I mean, she's that. young. She's yeah, choking. She's just, I, I, yeah. It made uh, sense. Sticks her head out to try to get some air. There's a dead animal in the road, and Peter's going 80, 90 miles an hour, yeah. trying to speed to the hospital. He swerves to avoid it. Um, this was truly a shocking moment. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. I don't like, think, literally, I think all of us gasped. I, gasped. I, I was sitting between these two people. 
I don't know why I said these two people. <laughs> I was sitting between Alex and Dakota, and all three of us. When we this didn't happened, sit together during the movie. The job, we all spread out we sat in a vertical line. <laughs> well, we, yes, we, we were. So we were in a vertical line, but I was in the back of the line, and I saw these two. So their jaw dropped, and their hand like went to their mouth, and oh, so I did covered mine. My mouth yeah, for the, I did that for like too. the next five I, like, minutes after. I was like, oh I my god! Honestly, don't remember because what happened? Well, it I was crazy. I was sitting behind you, so. He swerves to avoid the dead animal. There's a telephone pole on the side of the road. I think we all thought that they were just going to hit the telephone yeah, pole. Yeah, I thought I thought they were just going to crash. Yeah. yeah, there's a. I mean, there's a lot of I stuff going on right now. A lot of misdirection. She's having the the allergy attack, so you're thinking that's like the most prominent threat. Then he's swerving to avoid the animal, so you're thinking I thought maybe she might like fly out the window. Yeah, or yeah something. that's what I yeah. That's what I thought was going to happen. So there's a bunch of things that you're expecting to happen that don't happen, and then. Her head hits the telephone pole and is decapitated. Yeah, just comes decapitated. Right off. Something straight out of the episode of The Office where Creed her talks that's about what I was thinking of too. <laughs> her oh, kappa wow. is detated. Yeah, it was it was shocking. Um, Not something you want to see. Oh, horrifying. Um, it was a really powerful scene after that too. Uh, the, oh yeah, Peter. Peter that was that Alex Wolf. He did a Peter, good job. They dropped they, all Peter music. Swole, yeah, he stops. He stops the car. Uh huh. And it's about two minutes of just silence. Yeah, it's just a shot of him. Just some, him. And like some staring just straight. Tears. He slowly like slowly, looks up into his rearview mirror and, and sees what's happening. Snaps happened, back down and then starts to cry, breathing heavily. Like um, a shocked cry though. Yeah. yeah. Like he's not like bawling. He's like no. In it's shock. like. It's like yeah, just yeah. heavy breathing as tears. If you could see how Dakota face. looked right now, it would be that. Yeah. <laughs> I could act. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he decides to drive home um, in shock, walks into the house. You hear the parents in the bedroom say, oh, good, they're home. Um, I'm supposed to wake up my parents when I get home. When I get home from Ryan's t- house tonight, I have to wake up my mom. I if I don't, I'll be in trouble. <laughs> so they should I don't have known know where I am. They should have known something was up because he didn't go wake them up. He just walks into his room, collapses into the bed, um, presumably doesn't sleep because when we see him the next morning, he's just laying there, eyes wide open, in shock. We hear outside the mother saying she's going to go run an errand or something. Mm -hmm. Um, She heads out into the driveway and sees the, the body of Charlie separated from its head and weeps, screams, Mm -hmm. screams to the husband that she wishes she could die. Very sad. Oh, it's yeah. very sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was super. super she she sad. did a good job in that scene. Yeah, yeah. Their relationship <clears throat> becomes even more strained. Uh, the mother Annie goes to a grief a grief counseling support session. Group. Yeah, yeah, a support mm-hmm. group. She goes once uh, after her mother dies. Doesn't love it. Um, but this is where we learn about her family history of people. Like being depressed, having schizophrenia, just mental illness within mm. her family. We also learn that she sleepwalks, and the reason that her and Peter have this bad relationship is because one time she was sleepwalking, and she woke up to find that she had covered Peter, Charlie, and herself in um, paint, paint thinner, paint thinner, paint thinner yes. which is very flammable, and she mm-hmm. had lit a match, ready to drop it. Um, Peter sees this, wakes up because of the match, sees it, screams, thinks that she tried to kill him. She was just sleepwalking. So that's why their relationship is strained. Now it's even worse because of the accident. Um, She almost goes back to the grief counseling session, pulls into the parking lot, decides to leave, but somebody calls her over. It is uh, Joan, a Mm -hmm. nice, nice elderly lady. Very kind. Yeah. Someone who you could see making cookies regularly. Yeah, like a nice grandma. Uh She was a very nice Um, grandma. Joan tells her that this kind of thing helps. Joan has just lost her son and her grandson, Louis. Louis was just seven. Um, she gives her the phone number. She gives Annie her phone number, saying, "If you ever need somebody to talk to, call me." Um, very nice gesture. Mm-hmm. We think. Mm-hmm. We think. Later, we find out. Not so nice after all. Stupid Joan. Yeah, Joan is one of the evilest characters. I wouldn't eat her cookies. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I wouldn't either. Actually, I, I probably. I would. bet they'd still be pretty good. Yeah. yeah. Never mind. I take that back. Let's be honest here. Edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> So she befriends Joan. They meet for coffee one time at Joan's house, have a nice time. Um, and then a little bit later, Annie, the mother, who is a an artist who specializes in miniatures, um, 
makes miniature models of houses and yeah. scenes. And we actually we got a lot of shots of her little setups and stuff. It yeah. actually opened with a shot of their house. Mm-hmm. I thought it was very cool. Yeah, I thought that was cool. I really liked the way this movie was yeah. shot. It, the a lot of yeah, a lot of like the the pans. They did a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of so, fixed camera, a lot of fixed camera. But they also did a lot of like one shot, mm-hmm. like extended scenes Big that were just scenes. one shot. I, yeah, I loved that. Yeah, I thought the yeah. cinematography was really very, cool. Very, very good. Cool stuff that they did with colors, too. Like, even just having the tree house light up red. They had one mm-hmm. scene uh, during one of the funerals, I think it was Charlie's, they, where they looked through one of the stained glass mm-hmm. windows. Yeah. Peter Peter up. doesn't go into the funeral. Yeah. He just looks through the stained just glass window. Really, they very shot distorted it very and cool yellow. Way. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was a really well shot movie. movie. Really well done. Um, well shot, well acted, great score elevated the film excellently. Um, But she runs into Joan again at a parking lot after she has just gone in to buy some art supplies. Joan is over the moon. Joan's happy. She's she's pumped up. I thought she was on drugs. I thought she was on drugs, too. I did 100%. I'm like, oh. Joan is is saying that something has just happened that's changed everything about her grief. She feels like she's turned a corner. She tells Annie that she uh, met with a a spiritual medium mm-hmm. who helped her reconnect with the spirit of her grandson, Louis. She takes an unconvinced Annie back to her apartment and shows her that Louis is indeed real by communicating with Louis and having him slide a glass across the table. Annie is terrified, um, crying. It's overwhelming for her. Eventually she decides she needs to go home. Joan says she understands, sends her on her way. Things that paper. The paper. Yeah. She gave her, but before Annie leaves, Joan gives her the candle that they used for the little uh, mm-hmm. like seance and, and tells her paper with an incantation mm-hmm. and tells her a, a, a few rules. She says that you have to have an object owned by the person you're trying to communicate with because that creates the link. Mm-hmm. She ends up using Charlie's sketchbook, mm-hmm. um, and everybody has everybody in her family has to be in the house. Yep. I doubt that's a real rule. I think that was just so everyone I think it was just to guarantee that Al or that Peter would be there. Yep. I yep. almost said Alex. <laughs> I when she first said that I was like, Oh, she's gonna try to do a ritual without Peter, like in the house he's gonna mm-hmm. be out and something's yeah. gonna go wrong. That's why yeah. I, I, that's not yeah, at this point in the movie yeah. I don't think any of us really knew what no. was gonna happen. Yeah, it took the whole time I was trying to guess what was gonna happen. It took, I'd, I'd say it took until the movie was about eighty percent done yeah, for it to really Un- unveil what was going on. Which it was did, one of the which, great like, it wasn't it. like a bad, like some movies can do that in a really bad way, like really clumsily, and it doesn't make sense. But everything, like once you figured out what was going on, all it the pieces were there together. that fit together. Mm-hmm. Um, so she goes home. She starts having these crazy nightmares. Um, one of them, she wakes up and there's ants coming in the house that have covered Peter. Um, and just the, oh, that was spooky. It was like supposed to be yeah, like, I don't like recently bugs. deceased. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's being swarmed by ants. She wakes up from that one, still in a dream. We don't know that she's not in a dream yet, but she wakes up from that one and Peter's like, why didn't you love me? And she tells him about how she tried to have a miscarriage with him because she didn't think she was ready to be a parent, but her mother forced her to have him. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um, that turns out to be another nightmare. She wakes up from that one and she goes and wakes up. Peter apologizes, wakes up her husband, who is starting to get pretty upset about what's going on, starting to think that she's crazy, starting to want to look out for his son. Um, And she says, I figured out how to fix this. I figured out what to do. She goes and summons Charlie with them there. Mm -hmm. Um, With the same ritual they used for Louie. She gets possessed by Charlie before Steve wakes her up. She's been sleepwalking the whole time, but the damage is done. She has linked herself to Charlie's book. When she tries to burn it later on, when she throws it in the fire, she starts to burn as well. Mm-hmm. She's linked with it. Mm-hmm. They they can't get away from it. Things start to happen, and we start to realize that perhaps Charlie's spirit is evil. It is not as friendly as Louie was. Louie wrote a nice message to his grandmother. I love you, Grammy. He spelled love wrong. He spelled it L-U-V. Like text was that on Yeah. Right? Oh, right. 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 <laughs> <laughs> uh... Louisa seems like a friendly, nice, well-mannered young kid. Loves his grandma. Uh, Charlie, not so much. No, Charlie, Charlie seems a little, a little bit, a little bit spookier. She liked her grandma. Yeah, she did like her grandma. She didn't like Which her mom. Makes it worse. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because you, you knew her grandma. There are situations where it's good to love your grandma, and there are situations where it's bad to love your grandma. Oh yeah. Yes. This is one of the latter. <laughs> um, 
spooky stuff starts to happen to to Peter especially. He gets possessed one day in class um, <laughs> and slams his head on the desk. Breaking breaks his, his nose. nose. Yeah, he gets possessed. His face looks like it's having a seizure. His arm is stuck at a weird angle. His wrist looks like it's yeah. broken. Yeah, the people in the class are panicking. His friend turns around and says, "What are you doing?" <laughs> Another kid takes a video of it. Another kid. Yeah, yeah they show everybody's phone. freaked out, but one guy's like filming it with his camera. World star. <laughs> um, he breaks his nose. Uh, spooky stuff is starting to happen. But oh, just before that as well, before he broke his nose, he was out at lunch. He was outside for lunch. Um, As this is happening, Annie starts to realize something is wrong. She runs to Joan's house, knocks on the door. We see inside Joan's apartment. Joan is not there. Instead, uh, Charlie's spooky art is there. Charlie likes to do stuff with, like, sticks and make weird, like, glass bottle models of people Mm. and do creepy drawings. And at one point, there was, like, a bird that flew under a glass window and died. And she went out and cut its head off with a pair of scissors. And used that for some of the art. And that comes in later. Mm-hmm. Um, spooky spooky art stuff that Charlie has done. Yeah, and it's all, is in. all in Joan's house. As well as pictures of Peter with X's on his eyes. And like in like a triangle. In like, like a the, weird... Yeah, they had... Cult it, it there's like a cult like, symbol. Yeah. Very seance ceremony. Yeah. This is when we realize that there's a cult going on. Yeah. We go back to Peter at his school. Joan is across the street yelling at him and puts some sort of curse on him. He gets kind of dazed, and that's when he goes and gets possessed, breaks his nose on the table. His dad um, is at work. There's this really tiny subplot throughout the movie that after the grandma got buried in the funeral, the very beginning, the next day he gets a phone call that the grave has been defaced. Um, He's looking at his computer. He sees photos of the grave. It's been completely – it's not just defaced. It's been like somebody has undug the grave completely, completely, and the body is gone. And – um, as he sees this, he gets the phone call from Peter's school that he has just had this crazy episode. He goes and picks him up. Um, Annie, the mother, seeing that Joan isn't there, runs back to her house, starts looking through some boxes of her mom's stuff, finds some spooky demon cult spiritual stuff, mm-hmm. finds a photo album where she finds pictures of her dead mother and Joan together. Well, this her mother was alive like, at the time. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're clear. We're clear on that. It's not she... a dead grandma and Jim. It's alive grandma. It's like, and like a weekend at Bernie's. They have the dead grandma set up. It's like, like, a, like, it's like a party. Yeah. <laughs> she finds pictures of them together. This is when you kind of start to realize, okay, yeah. something's wrong. She finds a book um, with highlights in it, underlines in it, um, about a demon named Paimon, the king of hell. Uh, a king of hell. A one of the eight kings of hell. Yeah, one of one of the kings of hell. Presumably one of the lesser ones. His Wikipedia page isn't that long. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does not have an IMDb page, so, so you know, I'm sure this was a, this. But the budget for this hell, movie yeah. was only ten million. They probably couldn't get one of the higher yeah. kings of hell. They had to settle for this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, but we find a book that Annie's dead mother has underlined. She did it when she was alive. Just for clarification. Yes, you're welcome. <laughs> we find a book that she's underlined saying that Paimon um, might be born into the body of a woman but needs to be transferred to the body of a man. Um, so this is where you kind of start to realize, oh, they killed Charlie because Charlie was Paimon and they're going to try to put Paimon into Peter's body. They're going to try to and that was kind of do that. It's a devil I did not cult figure thing. out until they told me afterwards. <laughs> but, you know... Ryan and I had it figured out. Yes. Um, We're the professionals. She sees this stuff. She's freaking out. She goes to her husband and... Well, no. First she goes up into the attic. They have this attic filled with bees. Yeah. What the hell? They were flies. Oh, they were flies? I thought they were bees. Oh, come on. And I don't have it figured out. Yeah, this is disappointing. (laughs) Truly, I thought those were bees. You're just scared of bees. Oh, I was so afraid. He's so scared of bees. That was the part I was most scared of during the movie. No, there were flies because it was like a decaying body. Yeah. There's a body in there. Spoiler. Sorry. Yeah. She goes up there, looks around... There's lots of candles too. Oh yeah, demon stuff. How did those candles get there? They're the well, same they candles. On at this point. No, they weren't on, but they were there. I have a big question. There's also okay, um, she goes up there. There's a dead body on the ground whose head is gone. She thinks it's her mother. Uh, yeah. Presumably, whoever dug up the grave brought them to this to the attic. 
Uh, I, I'm sure it was Joan. It and had to have been Joan. Above the body, written the in blood. People. It could, yeah. It was somebody in the cult. We need yeah. to talk about the um, naked people now. We will. We'll get there. She she flashes the light up. Yeah, right. Like Ryan said, yeah, written yeah. in blood is this cult symbol that they have. Which we've seen multiple yeah. times. It was on the mother post, pops uh, up. Her mother wore yeah. a necklace of it. Mm-hmm. Gave it to her as well. So she wore this necklace at the funeral yep. with this cult symbol. Um, her mother wore it in her grave. We've we seen see it, it in the several pictures. times. We've seen it carved on into the, the, post the post that decapitated, that decapitated Charlie. Charlie. Yeah, it in it's the post. making spooky appearances mm-hmm. left and right. Yep. Something's not right with that symbol. Uh, but she sees this. She panics, goes down, uh, runs to her husband who's pulling into the driveway with Peter who's unconscious from breaking his nose. She she begs him to go into the attic to see what's going on. He goes up, sees the body. He thinks that she's going crazy and thinks that she dug the grave up herself. Um, because throughout the movie, she's lied to him saying she's going to a movie when really she's been going to the grief counseling, but mm-hmm. she didn't want him to know. Um, so he thinks that she did it, which, you know, it might, maybe it was her. We also don't know that. Maybe she did it when she was sleepwalking one night or possessed one yeah, night. Yeah, it actually could be her. It could have been her. That's yeah. a big question. Um, we don't have an answer to it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's no answer to it. I know. That's why. That's why. She could have done it. He's upset at her saying that he thinks she needs help. She begs him to burn the journal, even though it will kill her as well, set her up in flame. He doesn't want to do it, but she grabs it from him after telling him how much she loves him, throws it into the fire. Shocking twist here. She's not the one that goes up in flames. It's him. Steve, the British guy. He's British. Yeah. So sad. He goes up in flames. He dies. Well, the British are very flammable. As she we all know. she yeah. is shocked. Yeah, that's a that's an excellent. And the reason why <laughs> the reason why she wanted to burn the book also so not she didn't just want to die is because she thought that that would if she sever the yeah. connection and it would save Peter. Peter. So she it thought Peter. she thought she was sacrificing herself yeah. to save Peter because she's figured out that Paimon was born into Charlie. That her her mother, her dead mother Ellen, when Charlie was born, allowed Paimon to possess her. She's figured this out, and she's figured out from the readings that Paymon wants to be in the body of a male. She's figured out that it's going to be Peter. She's trying to save Peter. Yep. Um, she's re- trying to redeem their relationship. Even after some tough stuff, there was a scene where they had a huge argument at the dinner table. Really rough scene where she yells at him. Mm. Um, he yells back. Yeah. <laughs> Steve tries to meet Steve is there. <laughs> He's trying to make it better. Like, you know. Um, she's trying to save Peter, but by throwing the thing into the fire, has accidentally killed her husband. Uh, she looks on in horror, and then suddenly something happens to her face, and she's been possessed. We don't know. Yeah. She goes, we, we just see her eyes kind of yeah. like, yeah, it was a little spooky. Uh, hours later in the night, Peter wakes up, feels his broken nose, mm-hmm. which, you know, he broke his nose, and what they've done to it is they've put a single gauze yeah, pad I was wondering it, and then that. put like a little bit of tape. And why was he out for so long? Yeah, they must have drugged him. That's yeah. what I'm thinking. Uh, or he was precise. Whoever the nurse was on that though did a bad job. Just threw a bandaid on it. Threw a bandaid on up. a broken nose <laughs> and then drugged him. Yeah, did he ever go to the hospital? <laughs> no, no, it's just school. they got the call from the school. Yeah, that school know. nurse needs to be fired. They need to look into mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. An investigation needs to be had. That person needs to lose their job. Agreed. Um, <clears throat> he wakes up. He goes downstairs looking for his parents, and this was also kind of a spooky scene. Mm, the music yeah. was creepy. Oh my god! Yeah, it took him so long. It was like downstairs. four minutes of well, him slowly no. walking Did through the house. Did you guys? So when he wakes up, he like sits up on his bed and he just sits there. And in the corner, you see yeah, his you see, mom up like on the ceiling. When he woke corner. up, yeah, yeah, you didn't notice. You didn't see oh, that. She was there the whole time. And then time. he like looked. He I hears was terrified. Charlie throughout the movie. Her thing is she goes like this. Yep. He hears one of those in the corner. He turns and looks, but the camera still stays on him. And we see the mom sneak out from. She's got like she's like been bitten by a radioactive spider or something. She's, well, she's not slinging webs. She's floating around. Uh, uh, she is up in the corner. How do I not know? Hung that? on the corner. Yeah, she's she sneaks out of the room as he's well. looking away. She sneaks out of the room as he's looking away. So very unsettling. Yes, that that has happened definitely. So the whole time he's walking through the house, we're all just waiting for something spooky to go on. Um, and it just, keep, they just keep waiting and waiting and waiting. The slow burn is the most terrifying thing to me. Yeah. And this movie did an excellent job really, with that. Really, really, Of did. really dragging the kind of time by yeah. Yeah. actually looking at the screen versus looking at the There was like a few jump scares, but it was like, 
very yeah, much uh, a couple of jumps. It's gonna there. just kill you with how long it takes everything to happen. Mm-hmm. Because the longer it goes, the more stressed out you get. Mm-hmm. But he walks through the house in a really unsettling scene. Finally, gets to the living room, sees his father uh, completely burnt, just fried up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little crispy. Yeah, like Someone a, got too much sun. Mm-hmm, like a <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's he's yeah. He's been in the sun. <laughs> he looks like Peter. Sweet Peter from What We Do in the Shadows. Not the Peter from this movie. Oh, no, <laughs> Peter. Burnt to a sizzle. <laughs> he is our sweet Peter. Peter. <laughs> sizzle uh, to a crisp. So anyways, as it, he sees yeah. that, a really cool shot here where we see his face looking at his father in shock. And then it doesn't change the shot. It just pans over. So we still see his face in shock. But up in the corner again, we see his mother. This time I saw her. Who's been possessed. Yeah. In the corner. She's floating in the upper in right again, corner. Upper again. corner, like ceiling uh, yeah. corner. Like she's floating. Again, it shows that for a almost a minute. Time. Yeah, It's it, a it long so time terrible. that you're just like, okay, yeah. she's going to do something. And she just keeps watching him. And it's so creepy. And and then the, the following part was not expected by me. Because uh, then we pan again and there is Smiley Guy. Yeah. <gasps> oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot about this. Yeah. We have to talk about this. We, we go down... We don't see her anymore. She's still up there. We turn around. In the doorway. We hear a sound in the doorway that Peter has come through just a little bit ago. Is a naked man. Fully naked. Fully naked. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Grinning at him. And it's the creepy man from the funeral at the beginning. stared at Charlie. Yep. Yeah. It's him. Ryan didn't I, think that. I thought it was Ryan Steve thought it was first. the dad. And I was, and like, I was like, no, it's the creepy guy from the funeral. And then I, and I didn't admit it clicks. Once you, once you, yeah, you don't forget that face. Also, don't forget the, the scene where it was, like, they, there's a bunch of scenes throughout the movie where it showed the house from the outside. Just normally, and like, before all this happened, there's one scene where it showed it at night and there's all, all the naked people were randomly positioned outside the house. Yeah. It, but it was like, if you, if you were like not really paying attention, you maybe wouldn't have noticed, mm-hmm. but I didn't And notice. even if you were paying attention, you're like, what is that? Well, I didn't know they were naked people. I knew they were figures. You have to to wait till the end to figure a lot of this stuff out. Mm -hmm. Um, But he sees him, freaks out, starts to run. As he does that, the mom makes her move, jumps down, chases him like a a spider monkey. Mm -hmm. She's fast, quick. She's gangly. She's, like, running on all fours. A little clumsy, but at the same time, like... Almost as if she's been possessed by their dead dog. (laughs) <laughs> oh my! We God. don't know the dead. What if the dog is the mastermind? <laughs> Honestly, with the way this movie went, you never know. Yeah, truly a crazy True. movie. They go on a run for some reason. I don't know what made him do this. Instead <sighs> so, of running yeah. out of the house, he runs upstairs Why? and then goes from the upstairs into the attic. Such he could have gone anywhere. He into the, 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 the attic. The front door was right there, man. You could have just gone outside. That is clearly not often used. And by wasn't them. open when he went downstairs. And it was open when oh, he went upstairs. True. It wasn't even yeah. open when he and went we downstairs. Find out why it's open in a second because he oh, goes up yeah. there. He sees the the symbol and all the candles are lit. All now. the candles are lit. Yeah. He sees the symbol carved <clears> into the ground. In the middle of it is a picture of him with the eyes xed out. Yep. A classic. I, I don't know why people... Like, the Xing out of eyes thing is, like, a classic. Yeah. <laughs> they made it, like, spookier in this Yeah. One, they, like, hollowed out his eyes. Mm-hmm. They, like, yeah, it was, like, there was, was like, a hole in the picture. The eyes, yeah. Um, he sees that, freaks out, uh, turns and looks, and there's three naked people. Now. Well, no, before that was his mom. Was That was before? Well, I and thought it was, like, simultaneous. Where the body of the grandma before. was in the basement, there was, like, the shadow yeah, of... Yeah, there was, yeah. like, that outline. So the grandma's... Dust. Where did grandma's her body go? So it's clear gone. that there was a body there, and you can tell that there was no head on that body because of the way the dust is. Yeah, so then, like, he's standing there, and he, then we hear, like, he's this He's dripping. Noise. It's like a... It, I thought it was someone eating no, it was, first. It was the dripping of blood first. It and then it was like a, like a like a like gross sawing sawing gnawing yeah. sound. Was, it was yeah. making me cringe. I I thought and it was again be eating they take like flesh. thirty seconds before we find out what it is because they just show him really slowly looking up and then they show his reaction. So it takes forever for us to figure out what yep. the hell is going on, which is creepy. And it's his mother floating up in the corner using a wire, right? Yep. Yeah, like a to, razor wire yeah. to slowly saw her head off. Her own and, head. Yes. And she has like a, a. She looks scared. Yeah, she's staring right at him. Yeah, as it's happening. Yeah. That was me at this point. I saw my mom doing that. Kill myself. I give up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I don't, I'm, yeah. Often in horror movies, I uh-huh. feel like people value their own lives too much. <laughs> yeah, I would get to a certain point where I'm just like, 
Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's over. It's, I'm ready to call it a day. Because even is, if you, even if you live, it's like, me. how do you live? Yeah. Because, how do you yeah. live after that? If you, if you get through that... Like, what a crazy, what a crazy week. Different. You accidentally yeah, what, killed your What a wild sister. week. <laughs> you just found your dad burned. Your mom's up there decapitating herself. Yeah. Well, I don't think... You saw the naked guy. It was, yeah. You saw a naked man. Yeah. Um... Yeah, he sees his mom cutting her head off slowly, looks back down, and now there's the man from the funeral and two other people yep. completely naked grinning at him. Old. Too. Yeah, they're old. Um, they give a little wave. They He screams, jumps out the window, because they're in the attic, jumps out the window, lands in the garden, unconscious. Um, I thought he was dead. Yeah, yeah, I think he died. Yeah, he probably yeah. did die. He did definitely did die, because yeah, he, he lays on the ground, and throughout the movie... Charlie sees it at the beginning. Oh. There's this blue light yeah. that goes in her room. She sees it, then leaves the house. And he sees it. Goes up to her treehouse and then goes and sees an apparition of the grandmother. Mm-hmm. And that's when things start to get bad for Charlie. He sees it in his school, and that's just before he slams his head on the table. Yep. Breaks his nose. He follows it and then gets possessed. Mm-hmm. Oh. The light comes, settles on his back. That disappears. So yeah. He's possessed by Charlie. He's possessed by Paimon. He stands up, and this is how we know he's possessed, because the first thing he does after he stands up is this. Yep. He does a little tongue click. Mm-hmm. And that's that's when it really clicked for me. I was like, oh, Charlie is yeah. Paimon. Like, Charlie is Paimon, and the thing that like set it home for me was at the very beginning of the movie, after they get back from the grandma's funeral, Annie goes in to talk to Charlie, and is like, you know, you were grandma's favorite. And she's, Charlie's like, she always wanted me to be a boy. Yeah. And it's because Paymon needs to be a boy. Yeah. Um, now Charlie is finally a boy. Charlie sees, Charlie, Paymon, Peter. <laughs> At this point, it looks like Peter. Yeah. Yes, Peter's, oh. <clears throat> Peter's body. <laughs> you weren't, that's it? Well, no, I'm not <laughs> terrifying. say more than that. Okay. Peter's well, body, Peter's stand up, he yeah. does the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, he sees, um, the treehouse. Yeah. No, well, he sees well, the treehouse, but he sees his mom's decapitated body float up into the treehouse. Yep. Follows her up there. There's all these candles lit. A ton of the naked people. Lots of naked people worshiping, praying. The naked grandma up at uh, Decapi- not naked, but decapitated a thi- like a life size figure that looks like one of Charlie's old like yeah. weird glass human things mm-hmm. that has Charlie's head on it. Yeah, instead yeah. of like the with head. a crown. That she drew on the bird at the very beginning. It's got a crown on. Um, one of the figures rises. It's Joan. And she places the crown onto Peter's head. And delivers a monologue about how he, Charlie, him, is now Paymon. Um, all the people who are there worshipping were the people at the funeral at the very beginning of the movie. They were the unfamiliar faces that Annie commented on. Yep. Um, and now... Paymon is Peter, and he's free to go shred it with the Naked Brothers Band. That's right, and they we end with them all like hail Paymon. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the end of the movie. Yeah, Very creepy. It's a really good movie. Wowza! I was a big fan. Yeah, yeah. I actually Alex, didn't mind it. Yeah, you yeah. Know, as much as I would have <clears> rather <throat> done something else, <laughs> you know, I for I I didn't suffer. Let's say that I was a little shook. Yeah, it was a it was a. I, I mean, I was too. Wild like, movie. Well, the thing, like, movies, the appeal of movies, they're supposed to, like, evoke emotion. You yeah. Know? Like, comedies, they make you laugh. Action yeah. movies, they get you all hyped up. Scary movies obviously go for fear. This one was that's a very unsettling, powerful, which I don't had understand. It, it yeah. had fear. It had unsettling, like, disturbing emotions. But mm-hmm. it also, like, the relationships between the characters were really strong. There was a lot of sadness. Really uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. All of the relationships felt very genuine and very real. Yep. The mother and the son, the tension between mm-hmm. them. Um, even as the movie went on, the tension between the husband and Steve and Annie, the tension between those two yeah, as, yeah, started to grow. as Annie really was starting to grate on him with her craziness, but he was doing everything he could and, to protect his family, to keep them together. Through and you know that time. Steve wasn't seeing all these crazy things too. Yeah. So it's like, I can't yeah, imagine trying and to And a lot of the times that Annie on. was seeing the crazy things she ended up being, like, sleepwalking yeah. or possessed when it was happening. So it really just added to it that, like, he would wake her up and then she'd be like, what just happened? Um, because even though these things were real, those, like, took away from her alibi. So yeah. the, the relationships in this movie were really strong, um, very sad. 
how a lot of it played out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was incredible. Like I said, I'm not used to movies where everyone dies. <laughs> yeah. Man, that happened here. Um, but yeah, that's about the end of our deep dive into Hereditary. We got through the summary. We this will be road pod. Yeah, this will be the end of part one for the podcast. Uh, Alex will be back for part two. I will be. To talk some big questions, take a quiz. We're going to have some fun. Yeah. Stick around for part two. We'll be right back.